0: Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at Current.Tech.
1: Sick of being upsold at gyms?
0: My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For 130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum.
1: At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. time. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.
0: Kevin Herder to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herder looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey slaughtered.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your man Edub taking you on this journey, back to back podcast, back to back games, and what a difference. Twenty-four hours makes what a difference twenty-four hours makes. Uh, Atlanta Hawks celebrating the victory tonight one twenty-seven over one twelve. So is the life in the NBA. You never really get too high with the highs, too lows with the lows. And uh, now look, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna pretend like last night wasn't a bad loss. But we are gonna move on. <laughs> Hawks get a much needed, much needed victory. Uh, again, the first time the Hawks win uh, on a, on the second night of a back-to-back all season. I guess we can call this the Gallinari game. The Gallinari game because he was special. Uh, we're going to get into the nuts and bolts of the game like we typically do. Uh, we're going to give you the good, bad, and ugly. We're going to give you the Fab Five. And we're going to give you the player of the game like we always do as well as the recap and the keys to the game. So uh, business as usual for us here at the Hawks Beat, man. Business as usual. If this is your first time into the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, we invite you to connect with us on our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook. Our handle is at Hawks Beat. Find us and... Uh, Connect with us if you don't agree with something I gotta say. Let me know, let, 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 let's get it on. <laughs> and uh, we, we can always agree to disagree. No, my, my feelings are never hurt, guys. My feelings are never hurt. Um, sometimes I'll tweet out some jokes, you know, sometimes that you may like, you may not, it may make you feel some type of way, but it's all love, man. Um, yeah, man. So let's get right into it before we go into the keys to the game. Uh, A bit of housekeeping and a bit of news. The Atlanta Hawks, well, actually the NBA, released their second half schedule for the season. Uh, These are the games in March through May. And as it turns out, the Atlanta Hawks have one, two, three, four, five, six. I guess you can call them six nationally televised games uh you got a game on ESPN, you got a game on TNT, and the rest of those are NBA TV games. So, you know, um for those that really care about the exposure, that's kind of what it is. The most noticeable thing about the um about the second half of the schedule is there is an eight-game road trip that <laughs> that begins on Saturday, March 20th and goes to April the 2nd. Uh, they're gonna send them out west, and they just gonna leave them out there. <laughs> so you got the Lakers, you have the Clippers, you have Sacramento, you have Golden State, at Denver, at Phoenix, at San Antonio, at New Orleans. Um, talking about seeing what you're made of. This team is definitely going to see what it is made out of, but um, should be having. To, I'm sure you guys have already seen it, but I'll go ahead and post the schedule on thehawksbeat.com, so uh, you can swing by and check that out if you have not seen that already. All right, so to the game. Um, we're going to get into the, the recap in uh, just a moment, but if you are new to the um, new to the podcast, one thing that we do is keys to the game. Uh, before the game, I usually tweet out just some keys to the game, some things how, that I think that the Hawks will uh, need to execute on the way to victory. And, uh, yeah, man, so let's go ahead and let me pull up these keys to the game. Now, I got to give you I, I gotta give you some warning. I, I kind of rushed through these because I <laughs> came home late after a tremendous traffic jam on 85. The traffic in Atlanta is outrageous. Oh, my gosh. And it was an accident. It was just a mess. Anyway, all right, keys to the game. Um, let's go. I said that both keys, for the first key, I said both teams are on a back-to-back. Hawks are 0-5 on the second half of back-to-backs this year. If the Hawks want to win this one, it will have to be a gutsy and all-hands-on-deck game. Um, I would say they got that. (laughs) I mean, yes, Trey and Gallo went off. But I thought everybody contributed. I thought everybody contributed. Lost in the sauce. Is Tony Snell's four three pointers? You know, I thought, um, Rayjean Rondo, I thought, uh, you know, Skylar may, I thought everybody was a plus tonight, of course, when you had when they're playing with that big lead, but, um, yeah, I-, I-, I thought there was a lot of production from a lot of the guys tonight, and uh, you just love to see it. You love to see it. Key number two 30 piece in a biscuit. What I mean by that. If the Hawks are to be competitive, Trey has to drop at least 30. The numbers show Hawks are increasingly better when Trey goes over 26 points. They'll need more. Hold on. My screen went to sleep mode. (laughs) They'll need more from that tonight. I said Trey needs to go over 30. He finished with 33. (laughs) Didn't necessarily see the 38 coming from Gallo. But, again, that was nice. (laughs) That was nice. But, again, when Trey goes over 26, I forget exactly what the record is. But it is substantially better than uh, when he doesn't go over 26. (laughs) The last key. I put defense with a question mark. Uh, I said, doesn't matter who you blame for the Hawks' lack of defense. It's been bad. And it clearly has been bad. Coaches, players, whatever it takes. Hawks need to find some defense from somewhere. Um, I asked Coach Pierce after this, and I don't have the sound uh, to play right now, but I asked him what he thought about his team's defensive uh, execution tonight. And he said that, Me, um, this is me paraphrasing. He said that the Celtics missed a lot of shots. They missed a lot of threes. And he thinks that that was by and large part, uh, because of the Hawks defense. He said our guys were flying out there, you know, trying to run them off the line. And, uh, as a result, I mean, the Celtics shot eight of 31 from three. So you can make that, make that, um, make of that what you want, but, um, oh, that's dope. Shout out to, uh, ambassador Andrew young. I'm just looking at, uh, some of the post game stuff. Trace taking a picture with Andrew young. So it was pretty dope, but, um, Thought the defense was solid again. It, your defense helps. It, it helps your defense when you just catch fire the way the Hawks caught fire tonight. I mean, Trey came out the out the gate gunning, and I thought that it was just a brilliantly executed game tonight. Um, before we go to our first break and hear from our first sponsor, uh, just gotta give a shout out a shout out to the Atlanta Hawks. On HBCU night, I wasn't able to uh, make it down uh, to cover the game tonight. But the Hawks had uh, an an HBCU panel discussion that went on this afternoon. Um, They celebrated HBCUs all night. And it was just good to see. As somebody that is from an HBU, shout out to Oakwood University in Huntsville, Alabama. I will always, I will always rep and, and and salute all of the fabulous HBCUs. I put a tweet out there this afternoon before the game, actually kind of right before tip-off, just doing a shout-out. Everybody that shouted out from HBCUs uh, that tweeted the Hawks beat tonight, man, salute to all of you guys, man. Let me see if I can just scroll down and just see people's check-ins, man, from Savannah State, from Hampton, from Spellman, from Morehouse, Um, Let me see. I got some more. TSU, Fort Valley State, Um, yeah, Jackson State, just all of my HBCUs, Alabama State, Um, all of my HBCU brothers and sisters, man, much love, much respect to the HBCUs. Again, Hawks get the victory tonight, 127 over 112. Going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors on the other half. We're going to look at the brief recap and kind of dissect this game just a little bit more as the Hawks celebrate a win on HBCU Night. You're listening to the Hawksweet Podcast, episode number 31 of season 7. We will be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Hawks Podcast, episode 31 of season 7. It's your man, e Breaking down a Hawks win over the Boston Celtics. And I'm going to tell you something. If you are a Hawks fan, one of the joys in life has to be (laughs) beating the Boston Celtics. After the history that is between these two teams, uh, getting a victory over Boston has to feel good. All right. So let's go back and just take a brief journey through this game. Um... Again, going into this game, the Hawks had lost uh, five games, second games on the back-to-back. So, um, it was unknown whether John Collins was going to play tonight. Uh, Luckily for the Hawks, he did end up suiting up and he was able to pass the uh, (laughs) concussion protocol that the NBA has in place. But, off the top, you knew something was different. The way Trey Young came out of the gate. Uh, I thought personally after that first quarter. He was going to go for 50. <laughs> I really did. I said uh, trey has got that look in his eye. And I feel sorry for Boston. Because I've seen that look before. That aggression from the very first tip. From the very first shot that he missed. He just kept going. And when he has the floater going. And the three ball going, psh, listen, it's a wrap. It is a wrap. Trey goes for 17 points in that first quarter. Yes, 17 points in that first quarter. Three of four from three, 7-11, uh, from the field. He's got three assists. And uh, Gallo starts to warm up. Gallo starts to warm up. At this point, he's two for two, and so at the end of 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 one, you put up forty points in the fourth in the first quarter. I've talked so many times on, on keys to the game how important it is to start fast, and that is exactly what they did. They started fast, and <clears throat> they didn't let up. They did not let up, so kudos to them. In that first quarter, you shot 66%. And here's the crazy thing. You shot 72% from three. Because, again, little known facts. Lost in the sauce. Tony Snell hit two threes in that first quarter. John Collins hit a three in that first quarter. You guys were 8-4-11 from downtown in that first quarter. And conversely, the Celtics were one of eight. And uh, the surest way to uh, lose a game and, and to get yourself behind the eight ball is to find yourself down 13 at the end of the first quarter. But it wasn't over because listen, you still had three quarters left, and you still needed to, uh, you know. And and if, and if any team was going to give it to you, it was going to be the Hawks. <laughs> Not the case tonight. So the second quarter tips off. And this is the quarter where Gallo just went nuts. He just, he really just went nuts. He puts up 18 points in the quarter, uh, 6 of 8 from 3. He makes his first 5 three-pointers. Uh, he finally misses his first three, but in the quarter he shoots 5 of 6 from three-point range. And that's really the story of the second quarter. He's got 18 points, Trey chipped in with 8, and that is the story. I mean, those two together, Gallinari and Trey Young, outscored the Boston Celtics as a team in the second quarter. Boston as a team put up 22 points. Trey and Gallo put up 26. Yeah, that's two guys outscoring uh, your whole team. So you outscore the Celtics 22 to 32 in that third quarter, and you go into the, the halftime with a sizable lead. You're up 49 to 72 at the half. <clears throat> Trey's got 25. Gallows got 24. Everybody else is giving you contributions, but listen, when those two dogs are moving the way they're moving, you give them the ball, let them take the shots, and you move out of the way. You don't get in the way, you don't try to go for yours. You you get out the way. You make sure you're getting rebounds. You make sure that you're you're doing everything that <laughs> everything except scoring. <laughs> you make sure that you're taking care of all the particulars. Because these guys obviously had the scoring on lock. Forty-nine points for the Hawks at halftime. I mean 49 points for the Celtics at halftime. And 49 points for Trey and Gallo at the half. So, uh, Hawks have a sizable lead. But again, didn't matter how big the lead got to me. And the Hawks, their biggest lead of the night was 27 points. To me, the game was never over until maybe like five five minutes into the fourth quarter. Then, and only then... I was like, you know what, Hawks might win this game, <laughs> because listen, guys, we have all seen a twenty-point lead dissipate, and when you know the Hawks blew like these fourteen and fifteen-point leads uh, earlier in the season, I was like, yo, man, like this isn't over, and 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 I have to be honest, I was a a, a bit nervous. How everybody was acting at halftime, you know, Jerome and Renee and everybody. Well, not really so much uh, Renee. Renee was kind of just like, "Well, we still got two quarters of basketball." But Jerome Jarenovich and Bob and Nick, it was like they were just like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," you know. And I'm like, "Yo, bro, like, you know, you still got two quarters of basketball. You can get up twenty, but you can easily get to back down twenty. You dig? All it takes." All it takes is for a team to go on a fourteen to two run, a ten to two run, ten to four run, and then they don't cut it to fifteen, and then they cut it to ten or whatever, and uh, then you get a ball game, you know. So, kudos to the Hawks for coming out in that third quarter and keeping their foot on the gas. Now they would ultimately lose the third quarter. And the fourth quarter, but not by much. Uh, Celtics, uh, they got some things going in the third quarter. But credit the Hawks, because you knew this team was going to make a run. You knew this team just wasn't going to go away silently. Uh, Jalen Brown puts up nine in that quarter, in that third quarter. Tatum puts up seven. And they start to kind of, you know, push back in it, push back in it. But kudos to the Hawks. Um, Gallo hit two more threes in that quarter. And they just shot the ball well, ten to twenty-four from the field. Um, you had just production from everybody. Gallo put up eight, but you look at your starters: Trey with five, Hurdle with three, Capella with five, John with three, Tony with three. Everybody just chipped in. It wasn't just one guy, you know. You know, ball. I mean, Gallo had it going. He had it going. He had the, the two threes. He had eight points, but you did what you had to do to keep pace. And not give up that lead. Uh, Yes, they got into it by two points. But only by two points. You know, it could have been worse. The the potential for it going worse. Uh, It was there. It was there. But like Lloyd said, after the game, they just weren't making shots. And you got to credit our defense. You know, and I don't blame Lloyd, man. Hey, man. Go ahead and credit our defense on that. They could have been tired. But we're not finna go out here and make no excuses for them. Yeah, I'm going to big up my defense. (laughs) So, yeah. Celtics shot. 31% 31% as a team in that third quarter. And then we go to the fourth quarter. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the, the, the dreaded fourth quarter, right? So, uh, fourth quarter, it was kind of just more of the same for the Hawks. Taking care of business and uh, getting scoring from everybody. And, it, and, and a lot of it was actually the bench, you know. Um, Skylar Mays played the entire fourth quarter. Uh, score four points, but you look at your bench scoring in that quarter. Uh, Gallo had six. Congo had three. Skyler had four. Solo had two. Even Brandon Goblin getting in the mix with five points. But, um, you know, you you did what you had to do. The Celtics put up 34 in that quarter. A lot of that was kind of garbage time, kind of making it. Here's the thing. Hawks won 127 to 112, but it wasn't that close. Like it wasn't that close. They got they, they made up some of that some of that lead in, in garbage time, you know. You know, Carson Edwards hit a couple threes and whatnot, but Hawks were able to hold on and protect the lead and come out with the victory. And I and I tweeted after halftime. I said, Listen, Hawks need to come out this third quarter and play like they are down. They need to play like they're down because um We've seen Leeds shrink. I mean, we've seen League shrink. So uh, credit the Hawks for the victory one twenty seven to one twelve, getting the victory over the Hawks, moving their record to fourteen and what? Tw- no, no, fourteen and eighteen. Boston dropping that game falls to fifteen and seven. So in two consecutive nights, Boston drops heartbreakers uh, of a game. Heartbreakers of a game. And don't look now, but the Atlanta Hawks are um, one game from being the sixth seed. (laughs) They're one game from being the sixth seed in the East. They're 14 and 18. And again, as fans, you take wins and losses a little bit different than the players do. Trey was like, look, man, you go... Almost every other night with a game, you don't have time to lament over, uh, you know, over lament over bad losses or celebrate too much with good wins. Because you got another game coming up, got another game coming up. So um, let's look and see what uh, what the what the. um, what the rest of the week looks like. So the Atlanta Hawks take on the OKC Thunder on Friday. So you have what's today? Wednesday. So tomorrow will be a travel day. They take on the Thunder on Friday. They will head down to Miami on Sunday to take on the Miami Heat. And then they will take on the Heat on Tuesday. So those are the next three games for the Hawks. Thunder and Heat Heat um the miami heat are currently let me see if i can find them on this good they are currently 14 and 17 uh right there with the atlanta hawks and i tell you what man uh you thought hawks wanted to fire their coach <laughs> i did some twitter searching and the heat want to get rid of their coach Celtics want to get rid of their coach, so I guess it's just in the water. But we're going to take a little break right quick, hear from another one of our sponsors. On the other side, we are going to get into the good, the bad, the ugly, the player of the game, and um what else? Oh, yeah, the Fab 5 Five. <laughs> we'll be right back, guys. What's up, folks? It's your boy e for the Hawks Podcast. I want to share something that we are doing for the month of February. We are going to be giving away a small business advertising packet for free. Yes, we're going to give away advertising on our podcast, our website, our social media. And we want to connect with your small business or maybe be somebody that you know. So here's what we need you to do. Connect with us on our social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Hawks Beat. You can find us there. Let us know what small business you represent and you will be entered into a drawing. Once we select a winner, uh, we will partner with them and promote their business for the month of February for the brand cost of free. It's free advertising. So, look, connect with us on our social media. We look forward to hearing with you and possibly partnering with you for the month of February. Thanks. We'll see you soon. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back, Hawksweet Podcast, episode thirty-one. It's your manny dub. Season seven of the podcast. Recapping the Hawks and the Boston Celtics. Hawks get a much, much needed victory after a terrible debacle in Cleveland. Uh, we're calling this the, the Gallinari game <laughs> featuring Trey Young. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, good game for the Atlanta Hawks tonight. Um, yeah, so one thing that we do in every pod, we do the good, bad, and ugly. We do the Fab Five, and we do a player of the game. So um, we'll start with the good, the bad, and the ugly tonight. To me, the good for the night It was a lot of good tonight, so it was actually kind of hard to break down. But to me, the good was the fast start by the Hawks. Of course, Trey throwing in that 17 in the first quarter, everybody getting going. I thought they rebounded well. I thought they were active defensively. Um, It was just an amazing quarter of basketball to start a game. And the Hawks haven't done that in a long time. Um yeah, I, I can't remember when they started a game like this. Scoring-wise, I'm thinking maybe Brooklyn, but I'm not quite sure. But to me, the good tonight was them starting fast and Trey's 17 points definitely added in that equation. The bad, I don't know. I guess the bad was just the Celtics, you know? Like, <laughs> this, this, this uh, last night they lose to Dallas Mavericks. Because Luca hit two threes late, and this <laughs> and tonight you get burned by Trey and Gallinari, so uh the battle was just the Celtics and these losses that they rung up these last two nights, man, I'm like that's not a good that's not a good thing, so yeah, that was the bad tonight, and the ugly the ugly was just the way Gala was shooting that ball on the Celtics. Golly, was, you just made the stank face. Where you know when someone's just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like it was almost like, like Gallows never going to dunk on somebody and make you squint your face like that. But the way he was shooting tonight, the equivalent to that <laughs> is him shooting lights out tonight. You just had your, especially when he made like, like seven and eight. By that time, you're just squinting your face like, "Oh my." Gosh, this dude is unconscious. So, what he was, what he did to them tonight was ugly. It was ugly. But, uh, salute to Gallo, man. He had had a tough... Uh, it's been a tough stretch of games for Gallo, man. Because um hasn't been shooting the wall well. Took a lot of flack. Took a lot of flack for the defensive not stepping in there last night. And he wanted to come back... And, listen, Gala was reading y'all's tweets. <laughs> he was reading y'all's tweets, man. And, uh, yeah, he, he came ready tonight. But uh, good win for the Atlanta Hawks tonight. Very good win. Um, as far as the Fab Five, let's get into it, man. So, one of the things that we also do, if you're new to the podcast, is we play the five best players of the night. So, yeah. Um, I tell you what, we're gonna do it like this. We're gonna kick things off with Trey, of course. Thirty-three points, seven boards. I mean, seven assists. Twelve of twenty-three had a good night shooting the ball. Had the floater going. Was managing the game well. After the game, coach was just singing the praises of Trey Young. Just talking about how good he's playing and telling us how he had he had sent a text to Trey and just let him know that he's been playing very well and. You know, those are the things that get lost in translation. Yeah, you did. yeah, the Hawks are losing, and they racking up these L's, and everybody wants Coach Pierce fired. But I like hearing little nuggets like that. You know, he's encouraging his point guard. He's telling him he's playing well. That does wonders for a kid's confidence, especially when you lose games like the ones you lose in Cleveland. So, um, yeah, Trey's part of the Fab Five tonight. Go ahead and throw John Collins in there. 14 points, 11 boards. Uh, I don't know if this was the first game where he out-rebounded Capella. But, uh, yeah, man, 14 points, 11 boards. to John, I thought he was active. I thought he was good defensively. Shot two of five tonight from three. Go ahead and throw John up in there. Um, Tony Snell. Tony Snell, 12 points, stepping in for Uh, Cam Reddish, and we're going to have the discussion, I promise you, I said last night, we're going to have the discussion of, is Tony Snell the starter? Maybe not such a bad idea. Uh, I'm kind of 50-50 on it. If you don't love it, like, I can understand it, but if you do love it, I can kind of understand that too, you know? So, uh, you know, um... We'll see. We'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but tonight, Tony Snow, twelve points, four assists, four rebounds, four threes, four six from from downtown. I, this brother can shoot. <laughs> Let me tell you something. He can shoot. He's not gonna wow you. He's not gonna you know razzle dazzle you. But that brother can shoot. And uh, yeah, man, he he he's he's a serviceable defender. I wouldn't say he's as athletic or as good as, as as Cam, but look, man, Cam is struggling. Cam was struggling before he got hurt offensively, you know, so I can just, I can see value in starting Tony Snell, so we got Snell, we got Trey, we got Collins, that's three, who's going to be my fourth guy, um, let's go Capella, let's go Capella, uh, Kevin Herder didn't really do too much. He had five points. Uh, Capella had nine points, nine boards. We'll have him in, in the Fab Five. And we'll also add, of course, Gallinari. 38 points, 10 of 12 from three, 13 of 16 uh, from the field as a whole, six rebounds. After the game, Coach said, the bad part about tonight's game was he broke Smitty's record. <laughs> Talking, of course, about the great Steve Smith. Uh, Coach said when he got to Atlanta, Steve Smith was one of the nicest guys he met. Was just you know a great guy, and who doesn't love Steve Smith? We all love Smitty, uh, one of the best to do it. But uh, Gallo broke his record tonight, and it was just it it was fun to see. It was fun to see. So. Um, <clears throat> of course, Gallo is going to be our player of the game as well. And, you know, no no, no disrespect to Trey, 33.7 assists. But uh, Gallo is obviously the story tonight. He's obviously the man tonight. And Hawks uh, take care of business. So, um, I think that's about it. I think we covered it all, man. Um, again, I gave you guys the next three games for the Hawks. Again, uh, just make sure that uh, you are following us on all of our social media platforms. Um, Hit us up on Twitter. Subscribe to the podcast and retweet and reshare the show. We greatly appreciate that. Again, special shout out to all the HBCUs, all the HBCU alumnus, alumnae uh all of you guys out there that are part of the hbcu experience you know yeah, it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing seeing our hbcu love uh like we always say folks god is good all the time and all the time god is good so if you don't know him you need to find him and show him some love because that is all he is showing you L-O-B-E love peace we out